Hello, everybody. Welcome to the after show on a Friday Hi. night. It's so nice to be with you. Hi, LB. You seem very happy. Hi. I retweeted the wrong, the wrong link. I oh, retweeted okay. last week's show. It was a good show last show, week, so, and, you, and you're back uh, with us live. You you were out in your uh, bed last week, which was great. I was. We loved that I, show. I'm. But we're bl- oh, glad you're better. Okay, I, I'm glad. It's really hard when I can't see facial cues in time. Even though I was on the platform, I was just. I mean, you saw what it. Zev could see me. It yeah, was you're like flat out on your back. It was, it was really, really impressive. Was but yeah, really it's also the hands waving around, you know, which is like, this is great. This is great. Um, Sorry. Um, you were fantastic. So as I'm happy to be are. here. I'm happy to be here. And how's your back? Yeah. Terrible. Oh, oh no. It's, it'll get better. <laughs> it'll be fine. Well, uh, you'll you know, see. We you'll hope get, so. You'll we get old so. like me and you'll see. Oh, yeah. I, I, have, I have my issues. Trust uh, me. Hi, Greg. How are you doing today? To answer your question, how I'm doing, I, I feel like all of us were anticipating something that was going to be known today. And I feel really, really happy that now, um, or, you know, that we know this thing, which is that obviously that Matthew McConaughey has broken his silence oh, yeah. about the Texas government oh. thing. Such a relief. Um, yeah, I, I was really holding my breath. I couldn't wait for him to tell me what his plans were about that. And yeah. uh, I'm just so happy now that I know. Yeah, what, what do you I don't know? know. I have Twitter open know? like on my laptop, and it, it's an old thing. And that story about McConaughey and it, it was there. For, it's been there for three days. Yeah, it's like, and? why does this not update Twitter? Fix and this. what is Matthew McConaughey yeah. telling us about his uh, his run for governorship? He is not going to run for governor. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's it. That's unfortunate. He's just going to JKL, but not, he he's not going to JKRFG, <laughs> I guess, is what's going to happen. Um, you know what? I uh, I think Beto has a good run there, a good possibility that he might run, and uh, he might do quite well, I think. Yeah. I think he might do quite well. I hope so. Greg, your show this yeah. morning was fantastic. I'll take it. Oh. Anything. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Oh. Alison Gill was any, great as a guest. Abbott, yeah. On your show this morning. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Yeah, it was a good, it was a good one. It's it's nice. Like like we were saying before, I zevved her. You know, yes. We just talked about her. Yes, she yeah. was great, and you and funny and enjoyable. Yeah. Everyone should listen to it. The Prevail podcast with Alison Gill, and you also talk a lot about how you know justice is under a huge amount of test right now, under a big test. And it's true on many levels because we've got the Department of Justice doing a bunch of interesting things. By you know, this week we finally heard from Mary Garland that there is some sort of potential investigation underway into Donald Trump. Did you pick up on that little hint that he gave us earlier this week? And I wanted to know your thoughts on that. Are you asking me? Are you frozen? Either of you. Either <laughs> of yeah, you. yeah it, 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 it was too tiny to it's see. It's a tiny hint. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But essentially said that, you know. I don't have thoughts on something that small. I'm sorry. But, Call me. <laughs> but you Call say, me fresh. But it does sound like there, uh, there is an investigation underway. It does. <laughs> I, I, guess I, so. was, I, I thought mean, in his statement was interesting because we had said, you know, on this show, I, I believe that I thought that he was, you know, he's been a judge for so long. He didn't understand how the real world worked. Right. And he basically said that. He said and he said he was in, he did. insulated in the monastery of the judiciary. <laughs> it's true. He did. Oh, my <laughs> fucking God. That's really what he said. Insulated in the monastery of the judiciary. And like, let's get the uh, Owens Corning off. We need like the Pink Panther to help get the stuff off, so that the insulation can yeah. be removed and he can be exposed to the elements. But like in some ways, be, so in some ways, he said what he could say, on. which is that there is an investigation, but he can't talk about it. That seemed to be what he was saying. 
was, am I reading too favorably into what he was saying? I mean, leaning into much? Uh, no, I mean, they'll always, they're always going to say that. Mm. No one wants you to talk about your investigation. Yeah. No. We want you to talk about the shit that you're prosecuting. <laughs> come out and talk to us about the insurrection. Has the FBI director even bothered to come out and speak about the insurrection? No. Not once. No. Right? Come and talk. There's all kinds of indictments. There's all kinds of people in prison. Mm-hmm. Let's, you know, you can just update us on that so that it's real so that it exists in the discourse, so that, that there's not this vacuum of silence around shit, right, that, that is getting filled up. As I continue to say, it's just that creates a space for all of this propaganda to come in and all of this alternate, you know, reality generated, this assault on truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, speed a, it up. Yes, come on. I, well, I know people are like, oh, you don't want investigations to go fast. Believe me, I've studied those slowest investigations ever in the history of ever, right? And some of them, the good ones, I'm sorry to say to all the legal Twitter scholars, went really fucking fast. Lucky Luciano went down fast mm-hmm. and hard and was in prison forever and had to had to compromise his own our own national security so that he had some goods, so he could deliver some goods so that he could actually get a not even a pardon. They just extradited him, but at least he got out of prison and he wasn't allowed back in the United States. That prosecution of him, which was a really complicated prosecution of his prostitution empire, right? That went down fast. Sorry, everybody. Went a lot fucking faster than this shit. Well, this is a big investigation. There's a lot more people. I get this is huge. I understand. But what I'm saying is I don't want to hear it. (laughs) I don't want to hear it. Well, okay, that's what you know? I thought I'd get from you guys. I was I was kind of pleased that he at least uh, some gave speed. us something, a little bit of something. Um, I think that something is better than nothing, for yeah, sure. And but obviously now we made the problem is there's the gaslighting, and now Chuck Grassley has stepped into the gaslighting. Yeah. Chuck Grassley, who they very well may have killed that day, by the way. I mean, if 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 you know to yeah. get Pompeo to be president, yeah. Grassley might have well been right after um, you know Pence and Pelosi. He was next in line. I think if he wasn't going to play ball, he was a goner. And here he is with Pence, just, oh, you know, um, I don't know. Maybe when he became uh, started, you know, up as a senator in the McKinley administration, things were different. But this guy, I don't understand. You know, the gaslighting is is so incredible. It's really insane. It's so frustrating. I mean, it's all they have, right? It's all they have is gaslighting right now. So they'll keep doing it until it's until the very end. It's working. It is working. Yeah, it is it's working, working Why, really well. Stop? It's yeah. radicalizing yeah. millions of Americans. Mm hmm. It's going to propel another uh, very close election if we don't turn out in droves. You know, again, Greg and I did the last time, and I said to Greg this week, Seth, I said, Greg, we haven't done, a pro- you know, any of our shtick lately, right? Because sometimes we put on little skits for you guys, and we haven't done one of those lately. We didn't have time to get it together this week. But one of our last ones, if the audience remembers, we were reading through – that transcript, that infamous transcript with Paul Ryan, Kevin McCarthy. Mm-hmm. We think Evan McMullen is the one that recorded it. Some other, you know, I don't know, bucketeers are in there. The GOP, it, was, it wasn't at the convention, but it was at something. And they were, it's that infamous line of like, there's two people I think Putin pays, Rohrbacher and Trump. Remember? Yeah, Okay. I remember it. But well. Greg and I put on a performance so that we could read everybody 
what they were talking about before that line. It's sort of like the steel dossier where everyone got hyper-focused on the pee-pee stuff, right? And mm-hmm. didn't pull back and look at the whole thing and see, oh, it, it, there's, there's quite a bit in here that's really horrible. And that was a, that's where everyone got distracted. Everyone got distracted by that Kevin McCarthy line mm-hmm. instead of focusing on what was the context of what they were talking about. And they were talking about having uh, been invited by the Ukrainian, I think, ambassador, Ukraine ambassador to the U.S., to see the disinformation machine Mm. around the Ukraine's election systems that Russia had put together, from fake news to Facebook to the whole thing and how it was all coordinated and working together as one sort of disinformation machinery. We just call it the machinery, right? Mm. Pumping semantics out, pumping news feeds out pumping out memes that were targeted to the individual funneled down, you know, exactly what Facebook has done in basically every election, what they do in what they did in Myanmar, what they're doing all over the world, what they're doing in Turkey now, what they're just what they do. Mm -hmm. So they're, you know, Lindsey Graham knows he's got that. Mitch McConnell knows he's got that. Kevin McCarthy and all of those GOP in Congress, they know they've got that machine. They've got a radicalization machine and they can rely on that. And so they can just obstruct and delay and say, you know, lie at will. They're just out to create content anyway. It's not just content for Fox News. Uh, it's content for this machinery, mm-hmm. right, that's highly coordinated and is screwing. I mean, look at how agitated people are. Mm-hmm. Look at how they're now focused on school boards, focused on local stuff, right? It's, it's highly tuned to local environments. Um, overturn, over auditing, 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 the constant auditing process, the anti-vax disinformation that's hooked into it now. This is powerful shit. This is what term, we're up against. I heard the term mass psychosis uh, this week as, a, as what all this yeah. disinformation was doing to everybody. They were actually you know, ratcheting yeah. up fear and chaos all the time. And then they let a little bit of hope right. sneak in and then they go back to fear and chaos. And at the end of the day, they think that, you know, it could be in a national psychosis that, you know, the entire country it could have changes lose, the brain chemistry, yeah, lose yeah, grips of does. reality. And when you think about the lies that have been pushed week after week after week with all these new conspiracy yeah. theories, I mean, people are losing touch with what is real and what is true. Yeah, it's, it's really uh, they've terrifying. lost touch with it. They're yeah. not losing touch. They're gone. They're gone. I mean, 38 percent in the Quinnipiac poll this week for Biden as an approval rating was kind of stunning. That's what Donald Trump was getting towards the end of his presidency. So, you know, that's how the far we have not moved. Did you catch all the stuff about the Trump uh, hotel today that he uh, <laughs> lied about losing $70 million at the Trump hotel? Actually, this is a very serious story. I think this is a, there's a crime here or several crimes because this thing it is a crime. It is, is a, absolutely a fucking a crime. crime. Deutsche Bank allowing Trump to defer payments for no good reason, as far as we can tell, on a $170 million loan for six years. Who gets those terms? <laughs> can you imagine going to your bank and saying, oh, I'd like, a, I'd like a little delay. Get those terms. I'd like a little delay on my payments here. Um, anyway, he, he didn't disclose it. He didn't disclose it. It's clearly a benefit. It's clearly something that he's got from a foreign oh, bank, boy. you know. And then he, on top of that, received $3.7 million from foreign governments that he failed to disclose and concealed uh, the debts while bidding on the old post office building when he first bought it. You know, this last line here that the, the um, Carolyn Maloney's committee came up with, the, the Trump hotel moved around millions of dollars in opaque uh, transactions with other Trump businesses. Now that sounds to me like a, also a crime. It looks like either tax evasion or, or maybe worse. I mean, it certainly seems like 
a few bad things were happening at the Trump Hotel. Um, and it might it be sounds scenario. like money laundering to me. <laughs> it could be money laundering. Oh. It could be money laundering. This is really bad news for but Donald if they're Trump. They're only laundering the money. No, 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 no. They're only laundering the money because it's coming in from foreign powers. You yes. see? Yes. Yeah, that's why wait. it's money laundering. That's oh, why it's wait, money wait. laundering. That's also bad. Never oh. mind. Never mind. <laughs> never mind. Never and they're not mind. declaring it as anything. I mean, you can't really be the president of the United States and lose $70 million, lie about it, and not declare it. I mean, it's insane. It's insane that he's doing it. It's a little bit of tax fraud. So th- it's a little yeah. bit of bank fraud. This is I a big story. <laughs> yeah. This really is a big story. You should do yeah. that. You should do that it's every time we find a crime that Donald Trump has done. We should, uh, oh, we should do. do a little I need dance. A sound effect. Yes. Yeah? I'll get my little dance out. Bring it's like that an to me. Bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bring that money launderer to me. I, let me do my thing with him. This is what I want. Greg, you were going to talk a little bit about uh, the NBA, and I don't really know what that's about because I don't barely know what those letters mean. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, apparently, well, you apparently have something to talk about the NBA, which is the uh, basketball. Well, obviously, um, you know, we're waiting uh, Wait, for this is narrative sports, by the way. Oh, we wait, need narrative, narrative sports. sports. Angle. Yeah. Is there a graphic here, Zev? I'm a little disappointed. I, I don't have it. Where's uh, the graphic? Let me see. <laughs> And now, Narrative Sports with Greg Oliar. Yeah! <laughs> Hello, Greg. What's happening in sports? Okay. <laughs> Hi. Okay, yeah. This is, Welcome to Narrative Sports. I'm your host, Greg Oliar. No, um, so the reason, I guess, the Department of Justice oh, wait, has been yeah. so quiet on the yeah. insurrection front um, is because they've been busy um, investigating former players in the National Basketball Association. And I figure when sports stuff happens, I don't think that the Venn diagram of people that watch this show and people that watch sports overlaps that much. So I feel like it's my, <laughs> I want to just kind of explain just in layman's terms Thank what you. happened here. We need that. Okay. So, cause there's two different stories right now in the NBA. So I'm going to start with not that, which I, which I call the basketeering story. Um, okay. We're going to get to that. The first story is the anti-vax thing. Cause there's interesting anti-vax stuff coming up in the NBA. There are certain players that are refusing to be vaccinated and the leading player is a guy named Kyrie Irving, K-Y-R-I-E. And I think the whole, like, ever since I saw his name in print, and I was like, oh, my God, there's a guy named Kyrie. That's so awesome. <laughs> but it's not. It's Kyrie. And I feel like that's messed with his brain. So this guy is, um, he's the leading anti-vax guy. Okay. Yeah. Let me explain who he is. All right. He went to Duke for like a week and a half. He played for the Cavaliers. He hit the game-winning shot in Game 7 of the NBA Finals, and he's really good. But he's also a little bit of a you know, head case in that he was on a team with LeBron James, didn't want to play with LeBron James anymore, which if you play with LeBron James and win a championship, what you want to do is continue to do that at all costs. Okay. So they traded him to Boston. He stunk up the joint in Boston, kept getting hurt, and then he sort of starts doing these weird things, saying these weird things, and he's, he's a flat-earth guy. You know oh. this flat earther thing? Oh, you know what that this is? is a flat yeah. earther. I knew there was there are one people in there. that actually believe the that the earth is yeah. flat. Okay. Still, and there's this thing. Aww. So that's who he is. Still he today. Is a, he is Still a today. These people who uh, do that. Kyrie Irving, flat earther. Every, but everyone likes him in the league. They think he's this cool guy, but he's literally a flat earther. So the fact that he's anti-vax <sighs> is not a surprise. He hasn't even caught up to Copernicus. So he's got some, he's, he's got a ways to go. <laughs> you know, he would be like, 
with get when Galileo was in oh, there, he would be with the Pope being like, good, get rid of this Galileo guy. I don't know what he's talking about. Okay. So that's who you're dealing with now. But what what's, now he refuses to get vaccinated, but he plays for the Brooklyn Nets and it is against the law in the state of New York to go into the stadium. If you've not been vaccinated, oh, yeah. even if you're a player, so he especially can't if you're a player and he can't play at any home games. This is a team that should win the NBA Finals. Does that cost him a lot of money? It doesn't cost him a lot of money. Oh, my God. If he doesn't play, if they find him, if they do this, it's going to cost him millions and millions of like a shit ton of money. But I don't think he cares because he's already made hundreds of millions of dollars. Oh, wow. Like he doesn't need money anymore. Okay. So when you read about the anti-vax thing, understand there's a couple of guys that are, you know, they don't get the idea of, well, I'm healthy. I'm young. I don't understand why I I have to do it. And they don't get that. Um. You know, somebody made this point in a sports podcast that actually being part of a team like you do professionally means you kind of do have to get the vaccine because that's it works as team. You know, if we don't all get the vaccine, it doesn't really matter. So they don't really understand that. Anyway, a lot that's of young people are not getting is. vaccinated for sure. It's not even in sports. I mean, there's just a lot of people who are choosing not to get vaccinated on every so side of this. Not, spe- not Kyrie Irving. Not Kyrie. Now, the other thing that Kyrie. happened is that all these I think there was 18 NBA players that got arrested in this uh, in this big uh sting by uh the department of justice because they were um these are former players and these are fringe players okay Mm -hmm. the the guys that got arrested this week there's 18 of them uh the two most prominent are a guy named tony allen known for his defense used to lead the league in steals so perhaps appropriate that he's off to the pokey maybe (laughs) for stealing stealing. money (laughs) and a guy named glenn davis who played for the boston celtics whose nickname and everyone calls him big baby that's he's a big guy and that's his name. He's, he's Big Baby. So when you saw Big Baby trending on Twitter the other day, and you all it. watching this were like, what the <laughs> fuck is that? That's what it was. This guy got arrested as part of this thing. Oh, so what they were doing is there was uh, 18 guys and fringe guys, guys that do not, they're, they're the equivalent of the minimum wage employees of the NBA. So right. They still make millions of dollars over their careers, you know, and they're, they're, putting in false fraudulent claims to the NBA's own benefits plan for like chiropractic and dentistry that they didn't do and stuff like that, getting kickbacks and then giving a portion of the kickback off to the leader of the scheme. So that's mm. what it was. That's what, that's what happened. God, I'm so and glad you cleared that up for me. That, I really needed yeah. to know that. And I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah. Is the audience actually still trouble. there? Let me, let me explain. <laughs> I'm a big basketball fan. <laughs> is anyone still watching the show right now? Because, you know, Everyone's sports leaving. is a huge sell. Huge sell. Everyone's gone. I just want to say I love the NBA. The NBA is liberal. They're progressive. This is not representative of the NBA as a whole. So please know that. All right. Uh, wow. Everyone on the that, Knicks is vaccinated, damn it. Yeah, there you go. And that's the sports effect on... Uh, Boy, we're glad about the sports being there. Thank you very much, Greg. Appreciate it. Yeah, um, narrative sports. That was original. A whole new re- was, yeah, we got to do that First more. Last new, you're going to get a whole new audience. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's yeah, let's move on, shall we? So <laughs> 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 I no, does not care about I, Honestly, I, I don't understand sports. I never have, and I never will. I mean, if you talk politics, I'll understand it. But sports, I don't know. Can't can't get into it. Um, let's talk about the well, environment. I, I want to say this. Can I just yeah. say one yeah. little thing about that? Of course. It does remind me of that varsity blues scandal. It just reminds me of like really wealthy, privileged people figuring out some scam to do that gaming the system, probably because they're either living maybe a little beyond their means or they want extra cash for something extraordinary or 
you know, it's the same as like, our kids are kind of dumb. We didn't really invest in educating them, but we wanted all of our friendship circle to think that they legitimately got into USC, right? right. Like, it does feel like the same, you know. Uh, don't they get paid millions of, of dollars? Like, why are they doing a scam? Don't they just, aren't they just gazillionaires already? No, that, well, that's the point. I mean, the guys that got arrested yeah. in this are not. Oh, the, you know, they, they get, oh so they're trying they to catch up made, with their contemporaries. They probably made a couple million. They made, I mean, relative, I mean, compared to mo most people, yes. But relatively speaking, they probably made a couple million dollars, 10 something over their careers. They have lots of people that they finance. That, I mean, there's lots of stories of professional athletes, even ones who made a lot more money than these guys did, suddenly just being broke 10 all. years later. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. just because they're, yeah. they're supporting so many people and people take advantage of them and they're easy. And marks they're trying and to do ventures that don't work out. Like yeah, a yeah, restaurant, yeah. there's a lot of bad stuff that goes on. These people are, you know, they can be easy targets. They're marks. And, and the NBA and other sports leagues, particularly the NBA, because there's fewer players and more money, sets up um, programs that teaches these guys how to invest, how, you know, how to be wary of people that come in and make big promises and stuff like that. So, no, I think a lot of these guys probably needed the money, you know, mm. uh, which is sad. I mean, it yeah, is. Yeah, it is sad, I think. I don't really have a thought about it. Um, hey, uh, LB, where's yeah. this? Oh, there yes. it is. There it is. Isn't it oh, this is so good. We have oh. such good news today, you guys. I felt like that was so oh, yeah, good for so my heart. Yeah. Um, to watch the Secretary of Interior was even emotional. Uh, and so that was kind of nice. It's like, oh, yay, show us your humanity, government officials. I, I, I appreciated that. It's a big deal. So, uh, Biden brought back in the protections into our national parks, which a lot of which are sacred ground um, for indigenous Native Americans. And so here's what I predict, though. And then he also protected Alaska. So this is one of the sites he collected, Bears Ears. Uh, there was another one. I can't remember. And whole, whole, just oh, all this our place parks. Was, uh, the Grand right. Staircase. This is the stuff. Yeah. It looks oh, really good. It looks, it looks Look amazing. At that. Amazing. Look at that. So, that's not a real um, place. That's a Star Trek set. Come on. <laughs> it's <laughs> real. No. Uh, I do expect them to be beaming down on there. It looks like that. It's so beautiful. It's so it's stunning. beautiful. Well, they got to yeah, film that cool. stuff somewhere. Yeah. So the fact that, you know, I don't know if everybody remembers, but I think this was all the way back to when like Ryan Zinke was in there in the mm -hmm. interior. The guy that was oh like, my God, running that around. Guy. With, oh my. That guy was that was running around with Lucky Palmer and trying to do weird border stuff. Yeah. And he never, he always looked oddly put together to like, what are, you, what are you doing? This guy, something's wrong with this guy's brain. Something's wrong he with his life. He had the flag life. put up in the um, ministry over time he was there. You remember that? Yeah, I think he had like doors, like yeah. $200,000 doors installed, yeah. some weird stuff. Anyway, he was one of the, he's you know, the loser brigade that just yeah. came in with Donald, right? To, and he put in as Secretary of the Interior to just really destroy all of our national parks because these, our national parks, especially if you get up, north they sit on land and across borders where there's pipelines that people want to bring in there's gas that people want to, you know so the gas and oil industry and just sort of the it's good minerals uh, all too. kinds of ways that we can just minerals that we can just rape the earth mm. um and so that was a big concern our native tribes have been fighting it all this time and so it, i think it's a you know in his first year of his presidency not even all the way to the you know what are we, 11 months in now? Um, and Biden made this a big part of his agenda to actually get to reinstate the protections. And I think he's going a little further even in Alaska. So here's also what I anticipate and predict. This is going to piss off people like 
the Cokes, right? Mm-hmm. Or whatever that the Coke. Do we can There's we just call him the Coke? Coke? <laughs> is he the Coke? Yeah, he is two Cokes, just one. Um it's gonna piss off Deripaska, right? It's it's gonna piss right. off a lot of people. It already has that have um, a lot of obligarchs, a lot of uh, American and and foreign, foreign and domestic. So expect to see some really sinister sort of dark stuff coming out from the side at Joe Biden that won't seem like it's connected to this, but it'll be these really bad actors just looking to to really hurt him now because this is a big blow to some, some, yeah. to some extraordinarily to sinister and wealthy people. Oh, yeah. They were playing the, a the, lot. You know, he basically gave away mining rights to all of his friends to That's start right. mining these, these right. beautiful sites. And That's they expect right. their money to be coming through. Uh, they don't expect, you know, That's what right. they're getting, which is Biden basically retracting them all and returning us back to Obama-era standards. So, well, yeah, yeah, they're going to be upset. They'll be ready to go next year, I'm yeah, sure. I'm they sure will. They'll be the best thing has way. to be... We're going to protect the environment like the great Republican president Teddy Roosevelt intended and set up because it was Republican president that set up the national park and preserved all this land to begin with the great Republican party, Joe Biden working hand in hand with Republicans to bring back Republican policy. There you go. Yeah. They've just been dead a hundred years, but he is working with them. (laughs) 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 Just the ones that have been, you know, trying to kill him when he was alive and they couldn't do it. (laughs) I mean, forever. Let's, let's talk a little bit about messaging, because this week has been a, you know, I guess they won. I guess they were, ran around saying, you know, Mitch blinked. And, oh, fuck this guy. But I mean, he didn't really blink. He sort of delayed he for not. a couple of months. And then, you know, he basically running the agenda in the Senate. I, it's, everyone's saying they've got a messaging problem. It's hard to fix a messaging problem like this because they have a good news story to tell, but they keep getting just sidetracked by, you know, Afghanistan or, or the, the Delta variant or what have you. It seems like mm-hmm. they don't get the airspace to... To talk about it you take the space yeah you don't sit around and wait for space to show up for you you take it you take yeah. it oh we have a senate majority leader that is a democrat he could be doing shit on the floor every fucking day right he could be you can own the discourse when you have a podium like that but they don't want to offend cinema and they don't want to offend mansion so they like oh you know. fuck them yeah, who cares yeah. about them? Offend they don't have a route cinema. to like, knock the film. My God. They, you, know, they you know what offends cinema is good fashion sense. That, that offends her, <laughs> right? So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. She's, she's offended by who knows. I, I don't even want to go there with that thing. Um, but, the, you know, <laughs> I can't even. I don't know. I got, I'm stuck on that Saturday Night Live line, and I, had, I, I only watched a little bit of SNL. But somebody, so who was it that said she dresses like all the Scooby-Doo characters all at once? And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, oh my that's, God, that's, that's really what funny. she does. That's so true. Yeah, so it, true. It, it's so true. It's so true. You know, and Manchin, Manchin's a, this whole thing where everyone has to be so nice to him and he gets all the oxygen. He doesn't need all the oxygen. Why does he need any oxygen? Who cares? Well, get out they there, need his Chuck votes. Schumer. They need his get votes. out there. And then Mitt Romney clutching his pearls because Chuck Schumer kind of took it to them. Well, yeah, you almost crashed our economy. You almost They almost really, really damaged us. And they were never going to do it. They thought they could. Again, it's about content, you guys. It's about getting a story to tell in the radicalization machine mm-hmm. about themselves. So just call their bluff. Just go, you know, I'm sorry. Just say, yep, yeah, well, we voted. Okay, are you going to hang it up or not? It's up to, you know, it, it, there's so much that Schumer could be doing 
and somebody, you know, and he said, I think he's finally taken his eyes off of his plaque on his door. He was really excited about the plaque on his door <laughs> saying majority leader. So maybe he stopped, you know, mooning over himself and he can swooning over his name and can get out there and really fight. There's this fight is coming back. It. This fight is coming back, though, in a couple of months. It's not gone away. I mean, we sort of just uh, postponed this, right? So no, he can bring it to yeah. the floor and he can vote on it. He, yes, but are they still <laughs> he not can. Gonna, they can. They can bring well, it. To, yeah, they've yes. got fifty votes. Right. They've, got they've got fifty, 50 votes. votes. They bring it to the floor. And vote. Yeah, let Mitch do something. Let Mitch keep trying to uh, wrap it up in reconciliation or whatever the hell he's trying to do. But they might need to, go to, the, to knock out the filibuster. They might need to do that, and then they look. Let me tell you, or at least reform he, it he, somehow. He, this man on your screen right now, sucking Such on his lips, face. Look right? Such a face, though. Yeah, oh. God only knows. He's vampiric yeah. now of his own <laughs> inner lip, right? Like yeah. he's just, who knows, you know, what's keeping this guy alive. <laughs> I've got no idea. Something's preserving this man in a very strange way. So, you know, he has money bags behind him that do not want him uh, to force us to default. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No one involved in our markets wants us to default on right. our debts. This is what are we talking about here? This is the party of greed. No way are they going to let this happen. They're playing a game. So let them shoot themselves in their foot. He won't do it. He won't he won't he won't push us off that cliff unless he's 100% owned by China. I don't know. And if he is maybe I know, but I Maybe. even China, though. I mean, China's economy is so wrapped up in ours that if we default, they default. I mean, it's not who who are we defaulting on them? You know, yeah. it's might, like it, it, if, if China really on. owns Mitch McConnell, then they should be nicer to us. They just were trying to make it. Yeah. Joe's bad for the economy. They're just going for, again. It's a content play. It's a content play. Call the bluff. It's time to tap out and bring in Klobuchar. Let her run the thing. I love her. No, she's doing, she's, she's yeah. fantastic. Did you watch the Facebook hearing this week? Um, did you watch the whistleblower? Look at this. I keep freezing. Oh, I didn't get fine. a chance to watch her. I've only seen little clips of it. I, I was, was kind of stunned at the clarity that she came in with. I mean, it seemed to capture everyone's attentions. For the first time, I think parents really understood what the effects could be around disinformation and, and about what Instagram <laughs> does to their teenage kids, especially daughters. Um, I felt like it really, it, it finally connected with the public this week with her, with the whistleblower on 60 Minutes and then the hearings. What did you think, Greg? I mean, anything that works that gets Facebook and the public attention is good. Mm-hmm. 60 Minutes remains a super important platform, especially for older people who are the people that maybe are less likely or least mm-hmm. likely to understand all of this. So I think having her on, talking about it is a good thing. Um, I don't know that people quite grasp what's going on they seem to think zuckerberg stealing data bad but that's fine what i think is going to happen ultimately is that zuckerberg is going to take the fall for all of this they're going to throw everything onto him and he's going to be like okay i'm no longer the ceo of facebook i'm done i'm going to take my 140 billion dollars and leave maybe he'll go try to buy bears ears or something i don't know (laughs) what he's going to do but he might become um, the ceremonial chairman or something and then yeah and then the They'll find someone less obnoxious but just as evil to run it. And then we'll be like, great, we did a wonderful thing by getting rid well, of Zuckerberg. They have this woman. <laughs> who's I think really she's less out, of... too. She, yeah. she, she's got to go, too. The, the two of them are, are – uh, they're, they're a set. They're mm-hmm. salt and pepper shakers. They need to be uh, gotten rid of at the same time. <laughs> For sure. They're, mo- know... they're mommy and boy, aren't they? Yeah. They're mommy and boy. 
Yeah. You might what, know this what, what's the, what is it from Arrested Development, the magazine, Mother Boy? Is that what it's called? <laughs> Mother Boy. Mother, motherboard. Uh, the rest of, uh, motherboard. Uh, no, 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 not, no, not Motherboard. It, it, it's uh, no, no. Ms. Lucille Bluth and Buster are on the cover of this magazine. I believe it's called Motherboy. Okay. I think. <laughs> Someone well, please right. chime in and help me here. Um, Zuckerberg would definitely be qualified for that. I've got so I've, this is the thing I know I know little about this, but you know, LB, you might know a little bit more about the history of mm. Sandberg and Lawrence Summers because I had no idea that they were as close as they have been. I didn't realize that he has been her mentor of her entire career, and just she served with him all the way up into the Treasury Secretary, uh, where she was his chief of staff all the way up to two thousand and one. It's you know I didn't realize that she was even involved in in that part of his world. Because he was also the person who had to adjudicate between the Winklevoss twins and Zuckerberg when he was the president of Harvard. Which, you know, public story around Sandberg is that she only shows up in 2007 or 2008 and she meets Zuckerberg at a a party and he thinks it's a great idea to hire her from Google and she comes on board Facebook and that's the start of their story. But if she was Summers' mentee, is that what you'd say? You know, he was, she was working with him and she would have known about Facebook then. She would have known about Winklevoss. She may have even encountered the whole story much earlier in her career than 2007. I mean, she was in Harvard just a few years earlier. She was with uh, Summers a lot of the time. It, it would strike me as being unusual if they hadn't uh, encountered each other before. Well, whether they encountered each, yeah, Yeah. we don't know. I mean, everyone, these guys always have really nice stories, don't they? They do. Um, It reminds me of Donald Trump's story about how he met Roy Cohn and Mm. Ghislaine Maxwell's story about how she met Jeffrey Epstein. It's there's always some nice sort of way, some meet cute that happens. You know, there's a script to it. So who knows? uh, With those two cases, we know for certain (laughs) that there's a big story and a big connection before the contrived one occurs. And so, you know, with Sam, I I guess I would believe that maybe she was aware of Mark Zuckerberg, certainly, and maybe have Mm -hmm. heard about it, maybe even had a a whiff of of the dispute with the week of us and the suit there, but had it like sat down to talk with Mark and get his perspective on the hacker's way and, you know, how he viewed the world. You know, all the mommy shit that she does with him while he's just sitting there, you know, panicking. Mm-hmm. Are they going to figure out that I'm a fraud? Is anyone going to figure out I'm a fraud? <laughs> right? You can just see it going on his brain. And she's just like petting the baby and petting the baby and yeah. making everything nice for him. So they so have true. that relationship. It's really disturbing to me. But yeah, okay. So, yeah, Larry Summers is a real problem. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Exactly. Everything about this guy is a stinky problem. He's a stinky guy. And I don't like I don't like his um, Bill Clinton era. I don't. Mm-mm. I don't like, you know, his involvement uh, in sort of really, truly establishing the Russian oligarchy, right? Being involved in all of that when it was supposed to be kind of helping Russia in those years sort of set itself up to to have an economy that wasn't a communist economy that could plug into the free world and then interact with uh, capitalist uh, societies and countries in a business manner. This guy was involved in all that. Then he goes off to Harvard. Mm -hmm. And what does he do at Harvard? I think he just, he takes money for Jeffrey Epstein. And And gives him an office. He picks Mark. He plucks Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg has this whole like 
thing where he hacks into the Harvard, you know, it's easy to do for anybody that's mm -hmm. lo really low-brained like Mark. He's not a bright guy, truly. He's truly not. He's just not. Everybody else wrote all his shit. He's just a nihilistic thief is what he is. But he did figure out how to troll girls and, and set up this, you know, face smash thing. And But to do that, he got into the Harvard Directory of Students. And of course, that brought up a review. Well, if you're Larry Summers and you're tight with the oligarchs in Russia who might have been, might, I'm just guessing, guys, it's just a wild guess on my part. <laughs> guess a wild what guess. do I know? Yeah. It's a wild guess. It's not like I have any information or anything. Yeah. So, you know, you might know some oligarchs over there that are saying, hey, you see anything going on there at Harvard? You see anybody good in the tech? You see anybody? You let us know. We got, we kind of got our eyes set on, you know, this little attack we might launch on the United States and the yes. rest of the free world. Like, we, we kind of see the data's the future. They're all a bunch of engineers. You know, they kind of could see I mean, that maybe, maybe it's time. Maybe it's time to grab the world by the balls and or the brains, right? I, I mean, it's hard to tell with MAGA whether it's the balls or the brains that have been hijacked first. I think they went in through the balls and took a hold of the brains, right? Because it's all this Same primal thing. propaganda. Same thing. <laughs> but so, you know, boy, you know, and then Zuckerberg, I think he definitely got Larry Summers' attention. I just wonder if Larry Summers informed anyone about that because next thing you know, Mark Zuckerberg is cozy with Peter Thiel and he's getting money and he's starting his big old company. Thank you for spending your time with Narrative and stay tuned. There's much more to this conversation in our next episode. Narrative is made possible by viewers and listeners like you who join at patreon.com forward slash narrative. Join today and support truly independent journalism. Patreon.com forward slash narrative.